Welcome to episode five of the Real Talk Podcast. We're glad that you're back for one more week of the Real Talk Podcast in 2017. We have just hit February, which is my birthday month. So I will be accepting presents all through the month. I don't wait till my birthday all through the month. Cash and checks, cashier's checks preferably are welcome. So you can send those to the church. Uh, Maybe I'll set up like an online PayPal account or something. I haven't decided yet. Anyway, let's get into today. This is the Real Talk Podcast. I am Stephen Kilgore. I'm the pastor of Revive Church in Arlington, Texas. And what you're listening to right now is our weekly addition to the Revive Church Podcast, where we recap the message from the previous Sunday and discuss how we can apply it to our daily lives. If you haven't already, find me on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Search for my name, Stephen Kilgore, S-T-E-P-H-A-N. I'll give you a look at what's coming up at Revive, give you a glimpse into our past sometimes, as well as our future. And then, of course, lots of pictures of my family, especially my daughter, Isabella. All right, let's talk about Sunday's message. We titled it Provision for More, and we looked at our fourth core value, which is we will give irrationally to cause curiosity. And I said the greatest way to incite curiosity in others about Jesus is through generosity. The best way, the greatest way to incite curiosity in others about Jesus is through our generosity. And we said generosity is rarely ever rational. What does that mean? It means that sometimes it's not gonna make sense in your head But when God moves on our heart to be generous, we have to do it because it can cause curiosity in others about Jesus. And we looked at Malachi 3 and 2 Corinthians 9. Malachi 3 is God talking to his people about bringing the whole tithe and our offerings into God's house. And the way we modernize this translation is by saying this, if you take care of God's business, God will take care of your business. Then we headed over to 2 Corinthians 9 and we talked about giving generously. And the Bible says specifically in 2 Corinthians 9 that God will supply and he'll increase our store of seed. And uh, again, our modern translation of this is it means that God doesn't just care about his 10% or the tithe. He also cares about your 90%. We said God wants to increase our finances and he lays out a strategy for that through our generosity. So let's get into some real talk today. Uh, The first question I want to answer answer, and this is an obvious one for a lot of people, especially new people to the church or maybe to Christianity as a whole, Uh, the question is, why should I tithe? I mean, there's a lot of arguments out there that tell us that tithing isn't relevant to today's church. Tithing was just an Old Testament thing. We don't have to do it anymore. And yes, I could go through some scriptures and teach you, but I don't have time to do that. So I thought instead of arguing with people's theology, I'd just be real with you and shoot straight from my heart. Personally, I do believe that it is something we should do. I believe that scripture tells us to do it. I believe that God wants us to do it. But whether or not God requires it, I'm going to do it. And the reason simply is because I love God and I love my church. I love what my church stands for. I love the vision of my church. I love the people of my church. And most of all, I love the God of my church. I love Jesus. And since the church belongs to Jesus, I want to make sure it's the absolute best. So I'm going to invest in the church. I would challenge you 
If you're questioning tithing, if you're questioning why you should give to your local church, whatever your church you're at, I would challenge you, think about it for a minute. Do you really love your church? Because whatever you love, you're going to invest in. Jesus said, wherever your treasure is, that's where your heart's going to be. So think about what you're investing in, and that's where your heart is. My heart is with God's house. It's with my church, with Revive Church. And so I'm going to give into it, whether it be 10% minimum or more than that, I'm going to. And I love Jesus, and I want more people to know about him, so I'm going to give into it. The second reason that I believe people should tithe is way more practical And it's because it requires you to manage your finances. If you're going to be committed to bringing God his 10%, the tithe is 10% of your income or money that's given to you, however you increase your finances, then you have to be sure you're managing your finances because God doesn't want people to tithe so that the church can succeed financially, but people fail financially. That's not the initial purpose of the tithe. That's not even close to the purpose of the tithe. Tithing is a practical tool that lays a foundation for us to begin managing our finances. So let's talk about managing our finances. Let's talk about our 90%. After we bring God the 10% of our paycheck, of our income, of money that's gifted to us, what about that other 90%? Well, I want to say this very blatantly, but completely out of love, because I think, I'm sure actually, there's probably somebody who's going to listen to this out there, and you're thinking, man, if I could just tithe, that money is going to fall from the sky because God said he'd throw open the windows of heaven and pour out so much blessing, I wouldn't have room enough for it. Let me tell you some real basic truth. Tithing is not enough. Yes, I know that sounds sacrilegious. I know that sounds crazy for a pastor to say, but tithing is not enough. Tithing, the 10% that we bring God is the foundation, but it's how we use the other 90% that really determines our financial outcome. If you're waiting on God to send you checks in the mail, but you refuse to stop using credit cards, you fail to understand how God works. How we manage our 90% is important to God. Let me give you uh, some statistics. Out of Jesus' 38 parables in the New Testament, 16 of them, almost half of them, were concerned with how to handle money and possessions. In the Gospels, one out of every 10 verses deals directly with money. The Bible has about 500 verses on prayer, less than 500 on faith, but more than 2,000 verses on money and possessions. God cares about finances. Why? Because our money is the way the resources, that the resource that we use to sow seed, to sow financial seed, to sow, to sow generous seed into people's lives. So how do I get my 90% managed? Well, we offered this last Sunday, and I want to throw it out to our podcast audience, whoever you are. If you go to give.reviveyourworld.com, Dot com and sign up to give into Revive Church a recurring amount, any amount, and I'd encourage you to do this as your tithe. If you, ha- if you haven't started tithing, do this, but if you give a recurring amount for a minimum of three months, then you're going to get access to an online class that I'm personally teaching called Managing Your 90. And not only that, but we're also going to provide a free workbook, workbook set by Dave Ramsey called The Total Money Makeover. It's what I used personally to get out of debt, save for my future. And these resource, resources are going to give you practical teaching about how to get out of debt, how to manage your finances, how to save for the future, and how to start planning for retirement. And for many people, you're going to be able to retire a millionaire by listening to this teaching and going through this workbook. It's so practical and so easy. 
So why does Revive care so much about the subject of finances? Because if there's one thing that I've learned, it's that Ecclesiastes 10.19 is so true. It says money is the answer for everything. Yeah, you heard that right. It's in the Bible. Money is the answer for everything. Everything that we do as a church to reach people with the love of Jesus costs us money. But it's not the money that's important. It's the intent of your heart. Ask yourself right now, why do I want to get out of debt? Why do I want to make more money? Why do I want to be financially successful? Why do I want to be a millionaire? I had to shape this answer several years ago when I first started taking steps to manage my 90% and pay down my debts. I wanted to get debt free, but I had to answer the question, why? And I had a heart to heart with God. And I told God real simply, I don't want to be a slave to any creditor, any bank, any investment, any mortgage lender ever again. I want to be able to give my family a stress-free husband and a stress-free father I want to be able to give my family a safe and enjoyable home. I want to be able to meet their needs. And I want to be able to give financially into God's house. I want to give financially into the needs of people. I want to be generous on every occasion so that through that generosity, they would recognize the love that Jesus has for them. I want to be able to point people to Jesus. I want to cause curiosity in their hearts and minds because of my generosity. And for me personally, most importantly, I want to show my children and my future grandchildren the importance of taking care of God's business. So I would challenge you, check your heart, discover your true motives. Do you give to be seen? Do you give to receive? Or do you give because you want people to experience the real life of Jesus and you want to make a lasting impression in their lives? I want to remind you one more time that you can sign up for Managing Your 90, an online class taught by me, as well as receive the Total Money Makeover workbook set by Dave Ramsey by setting up any recurring amount for a minimum of three months online at give.reviveyourworld.com. That's give.reviveyourworld.com. Well, next Sunday is actually Super Bowl Sunday here in America and Football Sunday at Revive. We're going to ask everybody, wear your favorite team jersey, even if it's not football. Maybe you're not a football fan, but wear your jersey on uh, Football Sunday this upcoming Sunday, February 5th. And we're going to have a special presentation this Sunday where we're going to get to hear from some of the NFL's best players about their personal relationship with God. And not only that, but we're having our annual Gridiron Obstacle course challenge. You can sign up at reviveyourworld.com. It's a special football themed obstacle course where if you come in in the fastest time, then you're going to get to receive a $100 gift card to your favorite steakhouse. That's right. You're going to win a $100 gift card to your favorite steakhouse. You can sign up at reviveyourworld.com. You'll see the image on our home on our homepage there. Just click on it. It'll take you to the entry. You have to sign up online if you're going to take part in this. Well, we'll be back next Wednesday with another in-depth look of our weekend message from Revive Church. But until then, remember, go find me on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And be sure to share this podcast with others on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And of course, if you'll do me a favor, rate and review this podcast on iTunes. I would really, really appreciate it. Again, my name is Stephen Kilgore, and I believe personally that when it comes to Jesus and our lives, we should never be afraid of some real talk. Talk.